0: Coming up on Guys Talking Sports, we talk about Eric Adams, the New York City Mayor, lifting a mandate that allows the Mets, the Yankees, and Kyrie Irving to play their sports, um, play sports, play basketball and baseball unvaccinated. So we're gonna talk a little bit about that, but we're also gonna talk mainly about the NFL transactions, all the trades, the free agents that went down this past week. So my guest host, Adrian Catwell and James Ross, Join me on Guys Talking Sports, and that begins right now. What's up, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Guys Talking Sports. Appreciate all the love and support out there. Um, we, We appreciate all the love. Um... We are all over the place right now um, with everything that's going on in the world of sports. But before we get started, I got my co-hosts nice and smooth with me. So, what's going on, fellas? How you guys doing out there?
1: Good, man. Good. Got a new printer. I'm happy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm doing lovely, man. Representing little Rutgers there for today.
0: I see that. I see Mines that.
2: Men's? academics? <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> good choice, good choice, good choice. But I will say, uh, I will say big ups to the baseball and lacrosse team.
1: So that's what Rutgers came down to? Because, you know, West Virginia uh, is a uh, women's soccer and rifle rifle school, man.
0: Never heard of it. <laughs> but um,
2: <laughs> the rifle
0: doesn't surprise me. <laughs> But we got a lot to talk about, so let's get right into it. Um, Before we get into the NFL talk of all the trades that went down, all the major players being moved, um, we're going to start off with a little bit of the NBA, of course, and the biggest news out there, of course, is that New York York City Mayor Eric Adams um, now lifted the private mandate for private companies. In a nutshell, meaning that that the Mets, Yankees, and of course Kyrie Irving are now um, exempt, and I mean now available to play in home games. Uh, So um, I want to get your guys' thoughts about it. I know there's the buzz around New York City up here, um, but let me get your thoughts about Eric Adams um, finally giving the okay to let um, unvaccinated players play in home games in New York City.
1: Should have been the norm from jump. <laughs> if I could go to work, I don't know why he can't,
2: <laughs> but that's just me. <laughs> I mean, it, well, just, but
0: before you do that, I do have to say this. Um, and I'm eating Skittles, so don't mind me. Um, but the thing about it was, I guess, the, the lot of backlash coming from up here is the fact that a lot of people that worked in the private sector um, was told that if they are not vaccinated they can no longer work so the biggest upset is up here up here is that people a lot of people lost their jobs because they stayed true and not got vaccinated and end up losing their jobs in hospitals and schools and different um na- different aspects of that nature um but yet unvaccinated players or athletes per se um was given gotten the okay to keep their jobs and continue to um and was allowed to continue doing their work so that's where the biggest i guess the gripe is um and, and coming from a lot of players or a lot of people i should say um people that are supportive of it and people who are not supportive of it that may have lost their job um because of the vaccine mandate so let me get your thoughts on that i just want to give um more clear explanation of what's going on at least
2: from the new york city side well uh... I want to harken to the point that you said that a lot, a lot of people in private businesses, um, you know, they were told that if they didn't get the, the vaccine, um, that they wouldn't be able to work and they would lose their jobs. You no know, severance it happened at my company. And, um, and I do remember one of the many it reasons that Kyrie Irving had gave to why not getting the vaccine was that he wanted to be a voice for the people who lost their jobs for not getting the vaccine. If that's the case, then you still shouldn't play at home games. If if that is what you're sticking up for. And those people lost their jobs and haven't gone back to work. Then you should be like, okay, but I'm still not going to play for home games because that was the stance that you took for not taking the vaccine. Now it's been adjusted. I'm sure you want to play, <laughs> I'll go for the i go for the Nets, you know. But like we were talking a little bit before this started, this is all about the Yankees. It's all about baseball and how dare Eric Adams mess up the Yankees? How dare Eric Adams not let Aaron Judge, who's been who had a mm, season last last year, not play? Anthony the um, uh, uh, Name's top of my tongue. Um, The one I just signed. um,
1: Who Cole? Gary Cole? No.
2: No. um, Vito or Rizzo? Rizzo. Oh, Rizzo. Rizzo. Yeah. Yeah. Non-vaccinated. They're not gonna let them play. Any other any other people from the Mets not gonna let them play? Yeah, they like the Nets, but they're not really necessarily your true blood New York team. Yankees and the Mets and baseball. That's your true New York teams. And he got it straightened out before the season started. So <laughs> I say congratulations to the Yankees because this was all about baseball. Any Yankees in the Mets being able to fill their entire teams. Because if this was the matter of the case, he could have did it a couple of weeks ago when baseball was still going through the contract negotiations and was still in a um in a stalemate. But now that the contract negotiations are all good, they're gonna play. In about, what, three weeks, two weeks, something like that? Mm-hmm. Vaccine mandate are gone. going. Everybody's happy because that's where the money in New York goes, to baseball. So, Ace, I don't know if George Steinbrenner came, you know, rose from the dead and said something to Eric Adams. Whatever happened, <laughs> he changed it real damn quick after he said two days ago he wasn't going to change it. <sighs> Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> did, he get a, did he get a check that, you know, did the Yankees give him a briefcase with some money and say, yeah? You <laughs> he,
1: probably get the Giuliani treatment from back from 9 11. <laughs> you can get that third base, you can get that first baseline, front row seat, escort in and out, all the gear you want. You can even get the Derek Jeter, uh, you know, the Derek Jeter type of. uh what we assume happened type of uh, situation anytime that you feel necessary.
2: Mm. Now He might not get that. He Mm. he might come right up. He might come right, right close, but I'm only going to get that just yet.
1: Mm. Mm. (laughs) To let all the Yankee stars play without a hiccup. Mm. I'm not saying he not. (laughs) I'm not saying he is. (laughs) But it's New York. Anything is possible. (laughs) <laughs>
0: that is also true. That is That's all I got to say
1: it. about. I, I I don't really have any sort of rebuttal, any sort of anything towards anything you said. Everything sounds just about right. So, play ball, <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and they shall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nah, I, um, and what's crazy about it is because um, a couple of people. Um, knew that this was going to happen last week um, when they tried to make them, I mean, as soon as they mentioned the Mets and Yankees and how that ordeal was, they knew that in order for it to get done right, that he would have to give it, you know, he would have to come away from that. So, I think overall, and this is not really about Kyrie Irving at this stage, as much as people want to make it out to be, it really is not. He's just in the circumstances of being a part of what the Mets and Yankees are. They're
2: the the beneficiary of- uh, Yeah, he's the
0: beneficiary. uh, You're exactly right. mm -hmm. He is the beneficiary of this um, because the Mets and Yankees are far more greater um, than where Kyrie is. Not to knock on his level in the NBA, but in the New York City area, the Yankees and Mets rank up as the highest when it comes to the sports entertainment. So as soon as there was a snag between the MLB side of things, I think that's when people knew that, all right, something is definitely going to have to change the benefit to get um, baseball up and running to its potential. And with a lot of new faces coming to the Yankees and some of them not being vaccinated, it was just a matter of time. Aaron judge alone. Um, is enough to get the ball rolling, bottom line. Um, what, so. was it?
2: what was it like a total of what, four or five between the two teams that, that were not vaccinated? I believe so. Let's, <laughs> let's,
1: let's just put it in, in context here. MLB put out a list of the most valuable teams in Major League Baseball. Yankees are number one. Far and above the next, the second level team, which is the Dodgers, the Yankees are worth six billion. New York ain't turning that shit down. (laughs) They're like, I can get taxes on Dubai, (laughs) and and fans can come in and pay this, and merchandising and Metro and all this. The Dodgers come in second at a at a measly, at a paltry, four point one (laughs) billion. Yankees are damn worth two billion more than the damn, for the damn Dodgers, and they weren't stopping. It. No, Yankees had that. Yankees had that damn their hands down. Probably when the postseason ended last year, they were just like, we're just gonna sit here and wait. Just let them do what they do, and then when it's time for us to sit there and say, we're gonna put this there on the table, and they ain't gonna say no, and they ain't say no.
0: <laughs> yeah, they didn't say no, and Eric Adams eventually caved in. And now we have we have what we have now, which is now Mets and Yankees is going to start um, their MLB season on Q, And you have Kyrie now starting to um, – will be playing um, home games. His first home game will be on Sunday. So um, with that all being said, everything is starting to be right in the world. We'll see how things play out. This, to me, doesn't do anything in regards to the Nets' um, chances you um, know Kyrie is able to play, it's still going to be a tough out. I mean, a tough series, no matter who they play. So um, I don't have them still being the favorites to win the Eastern Conference. Um, and it's just too many tough teams out there. Um, and they don't have their act together to the point where they're playing like cohesive basketball um, yet, I would say. Um, they still have time to get it together. But right now I can't say that. And I'll just leave it at that.
1: Oh, also the Mets are ranked number six in in that top 10. Uh, so don't be surprised if uh, the, the mayor of NYC is sitting down a third base line come Yankees home opener and Mets home opener.
0: Yeah, I could see him doing that, <clears throat> to be honest. I could see him doing that. I, mm-hmm. I would be shocked if he come to Brooklyn games, but I could see him doing MLB. He ain't
1: going to do that because he know he hated over there. <laughs> Unless oh, he going to the field in Brooklyn.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, good luck with that <laughs> good luck with that um, so uh, let's move on um, because we could definitely talk about the NBA for upcoming seasons uh, but we have a lot of NFL t- of talk that we have to talk about there's a lot of trades that happened since the last time we talked about NFL um, we've, we finally figured out that um, the Indianapolis Colts have their quarterback. Might not be Jimmy G, but they do have their quarterback in Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons, and of course the biggest shocker of all is the trade from for um from the Kansas City Chiefs for Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so let's start there. I mean, was anybody suspecting this to happen? No,
2: <laughs> but um, it's. It was uh I didn't see it coming, but when you look at the context of how things had just worked out within the NFL over the last two weeks, yeah. Um, it almost should it, it, it then it shouldn't really be a surprise. You, you saw um, Aaron Rodgers get his get his money, three years, hundred and fifty three million dollars, um became the highest paid quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. A lot of money allocated towards him. Devontae Adams wanted his check. Green Bay couldn't pay him because you already got a lot of money tied up in Aaron, You know, and Rogers and other folks, he gets money in, in, in the Raiders. And you go back to Kansas City. Now, Mahomes got his money, got his contract a year and a half or two years ago, making him um, the richest paid athlete over a 10-year stretch. Really is backloaded so they can still sign some more people. But you got people on defense that you had to pay you got some linemen that you wanted to pay um so there was a lot of other people that got some money that need some money and patrick Mahomes got a lot of, got a lot of his money so it's not surprising that when tyree killed one of his contract and he was looking at the money that Devontae adams got and he was like well shit, i want some Devontae adams money kansas city not to say that they couldn't afford them but they couldn't afford them and keep a good team around. Right. So they got a King's damn ransom for them. (laughs) But um, like I said, I was shocked. But when you look at the whole context over the last two weeks, the move is not that, you know, not that surprising or should be not that unexpected.
1: You know, what's crazy about all that. They traded, they traded Hill. Before they traded Hill, they got Juju from Pittsburgh, and then they went and signed um, Scantling from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They signed Juju to a one-year deal, and they signed Scantling from a uh, for a three-year deal. Yep. 36. So they could mess around and really not have to draft a wide receiver in this draft, sure. and they'd be alright because they still got Harden, and they still got the other cat that ran kicks back that are still young. I think Marko Mar- Hardman is only going into a second or third season. And then you had the cat that I can't think of his name, but it ran back kicks.
2: Robinson? so, got...
1: think so. Think
2: so. Uh, he, he bounced. Robinson? Somebody bounced, yeah. I, think, I believe it was him.
1: Uh, so they may have to use a late brown draft pick on the right receiver. But the damn shit ain't going to go top. They'll, they'll probably go with that holder they just got from uh, Miami, they'll probably grab one in the second or third round or one of those picks or fourth round. But they're not going to go – I don't think they'll go top tier and get a top-tier wide receiver because they don't necessarily need a top-tier wide receiver. Because if Juju put up numbers this season, I guarantee they'll resign Juju. And Juju ain't going to look for a huge contract because Juju probably just look for a nice little comfortable two-year deal just to get his numbers back up and then look for a real payday when he's like 28, 29, because Juju's only about 25,
2: 26 years old. I wouldn't be – you know what? I wouldn't discount the fact that they wouldn't go in. They got two picks now in the first round. I I, I wouldn't discount them not going um, a wide receiver. I mean, this wide receiver draft class this year is pretty, you know, it's pretty rich. So I agree. They probably won't, but I would not be shocked if that's one of those two picks in the first round – why is it being a wide receiver if one of those good wide receivers happens to fall down to that position where they they can't pass up?
1: Uh, it just depends on what other needs that they
2: have. Yeah,
1: you know, um, I think they may want to try try to draft another running back. I don't know if they'll go first round with a running back. Probably. Um, they definitely going to need a replacement for a tight end because. Uh, I can't even think of his name. Today's just been a bad day with names. Kelsey,
2: Kelsey, Kelsey.
1: Yeah. Kelsey ain't getting no younger. So they may need to address uh, tight end. Um, I their defense though wasn't great. They they probably could still try to address some other decent defensive needs. You know, get younger, get get faster in some other uh, some other positions. So yeah, I agree with you. They still might get a, a wide receiver, but I just don't think it'll be in the first two rounds. Hmm.
0: So you, so you're saying that you don't see them getting a wide right receiver, and their focus should, to be honest, their focus should be more on the defensive side, don't you think? I think yeah. can can pretty much be okay. Doesn't really need a top tier. Um, wide receiver at the moment i mean a good one is definitely needed yes but i don't think they need a top tier wide receiver where their focus really needs to be more a little bit more on like the
2: defense or something like that yeah i mean they they have the luxury with all these picks that they have coming up over the next two years because they got like you know they got, what, two first rounds, two second rounds, and two third rounds. So they definitely have options and ways to go where they can go. I mean, they have they have a lot of options, put it like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you're not going to be able to get a receiver that's even going to quantify up to the level of production that Tyreek Hill had uh, at this point. You might get lucky, like you said, Ace, and get someone in later rounds like they got Tyreek yes. that might blossom. However, you don't that, that might be a, a year or two away. So I mean, they got like a lot of needs. I agree with you. Their defense needs to be, you know, beefed up. But this is, I think, is a way for them to it might work out for them in the in the in, in the long run because Patrick Mahomes money is is back ended, so they won't get really hit with his cap for another year or two. Um, so you do have a little bit of wiggle room to still sign some guys that you really need and it's a way for them to restock the cupboards so you can get people at what, cheaper rate, <laughs> younger, um, mm-hmm. and just in case where the Juju or Scantley, you know, doesn't pan out the way you want to, you could, like you said, go on a third round, draft a wide receiver, you know, early second round, you know, draft receiver. I mean, there's ways for them to stock the covers on defense and offense with the picks that they got.
0: Looking at the um, mock draft that I'm looking at right here, they have Kansas City picking Jameis Williams, um, 29th, um, from the wide receiver from Alabama.
1: Ooh, I heard about him. I heard about him. He tours ACL or something like that. He's been out, and he's the type of – that makes sense because they could draft him and stash him, don't even use him for this year, and then bring him – and then ultimately let Juju walk after this first after this season, having put up some numbers with uh, with Mahomes. Let Juju get a contract, and then slide this cat in. So that kind of makes sense. I can see that.
0: Hmm. Yeah, um, and like you said, only time will tell um, what they're going to do. I mean, to be honest, it's just making this whole um, draft that's coming up more intriguing. <laughs> Without question. I mean, <laughs> there so many trades that's going on. And we have yet to even talk about one of the most craziest, well, I didn't say craziest, but one of the most um suspecting trades that took place. Unsuspecting, I should say. And that's with Deshaun Watson going to Cleveland. <laughs> and we didn't even talk about that. Um, I wasn't, I was. if anything, let me get your thoughts on that. Because I would have thought that they would at least took Baker back um, to Houston, but they didn't even want Baker Mayfield in Houston. So let me get your thoughts on this whole Deshaun Watson, the Cleveland, um, trade.
2: Well, I'll start off with, with, um, let, let me start off with the, um, Baker Mayfield part first. Um, I'll say it like this, that uh the narrative of baker mayfield coming out of cleveland from what we've seen on the on the field and what they've been talking about is is not a good narrative Mm. which is i think and of course when you're got the team actively going out courting another qb that hasn't played in a year that had 22 civil you know civil cases over his head when you're actively going after that person says a lot about what you think about, you know, Baker Mayfield. And on top of the fact that he said they want someone who's a quote unquote what, adult or a grown up in the room. So when he demanded a trade, I heard a lot of people on all the sports analysts talking about where Baker Mayfield just needs to man up and he's letting emotions get into it and yada, 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 this, this and that. And, you know, and this is on him and they were kind of getting them about demanding a trade. I say fuck them because he knew what was coming. And guess what? They signed the guy's going to take your job. The $230 that they guaranteed him is the money that he thought he should have got. They gave it to him. They didn't give two Fs about you. So I would have asked for a trade out too because I already know what was coming. And it happened that way. I'm just laughing because despite all that with Cleveland talking
0: about, yeah, we need um, someone a quarterback that's more mature and able to handle things. How mature are you going to get with Deshaun Watson being in the position that he's in? That's the contradiction of all contradictions at this stage. I'm sorry, continue. I, I just thought it was funny.
2: <laughs> and and from the Deshaun Watson trade, he got his wish. He got his wish. He got out and he got two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. Uh Ironically, he only got a million dollar guaranteed for this year because they already know that he's going to get six games and probably at the bare minimum, you know, a pill will probably knock it down to four if they let the pill go through. Um, But he's probably going to sit out six games um, this this upcoming season. Mm -hmm. Um, But all I say is. You can say a lot of things about a lot of people, but the NFL, they will overlook almost anything as long as the talent is great enough for you to not care about the other stuff. Now, if you bet on the game, then for some reason you get your ass slapped and you get you know kicked out for a year, even though it was immediately 15 grand, but you can do some other shit. And as long as your production is here. The tolerance is here. Here go Deshaun Watson got his money, two hundred thirty million guaranteed.
1: But but you know what I heard that I was listening to sports radio Monday. I don't know how much of this has actually been broadcasted, but uh, part co-owner of the Browns. I don't know her name, but it is a woman, and she signed off on this. So, granted, I understand that it's a business decision and her pocket's got to be laced just like everything else. But as a woman, I have to sit there and believe that she has some morals and she has some ethics to herself. And she had to sit there and really mold this situation really hard. And for her to give the sign off on this to say it's okay, again, like you said earlier, we didn't say this on camera, but where there's smoke, there's fire. I'm not saying that something didn't pop off. But for her to feel comfortable enough to allow this sort of trade to to, to take place, just goes to show that Cleveland has some additional information or something that the general public does not know. For her to sit here and say, "Okay, I'm going to allow this. Let's go ahead and pay this man this money, this guaranteed money want to put that
2: out there. And and let's and let also um when we we hark on that, the owner Gail Benson of the, of the New Orleans Saints. She was also sniffing around Deshaun Watson as well with other couple of other teams. So if you're going to sit there and, you know, kick the Cleveland Browns, you know, in for signing him, then you got to call out New Orleans Saints. You got to call out the Atlanta Falcons. You got to call out the Carolina Panthers. You got to call out all the other teams that were sniffing around because it wasn't just Cleveland, just the ones that just gave me $230 million guaranteed yeah. and, and hell. I would have went with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Even though I don't want to be in Cleveland, you will guarantee me $230 million, I'm gonna take it. However, there's a lot of the teams, Gail Benson, one of them, that on a, of the Saints, all of them were sniffing around looking for services. I'll leave it at
0: that. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say And to be honest, I haven't heard anything – I haven't heard really any backlash. Um, and maybe that's because I haven't been in Cleveland. But I haven't heard any backlash in regards to it. It's just that everybody's talking about the talents of um, Deshaun Watson and what he brings to Cleveland. Um, yeah, I, yeah,
1: course,
0: media. How, say it again?
1: Go on social media. I, I just so happen to just kind of look up Deshaun Watson on Twitter.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And he's getting some vile. On Twitter. No, no, but I, and
0: that, uh, social media, of course, social media. But what I'm saying is is that it's not being brought up to the point where, like, sports teams or, I mean, sports teams or sports shows or, you know, ESPN or anybody else is not mentioning that aspect of it. It's more so about the talents of Deshaun Watson and what he brings to Cleveland. I mean, of course, they will mention, like, the silver suits and everything like that, but it's not in great detail. Is more so what he brings and what Cleveland needs out of Deshaun Watson, and I think that's really what been been has been carried um, throughout. So, and like you said, these are owners that are have female ownerships where decisions had to be made, so um, their input had to carry some weight. Uh, so, I wouldn't if they were not okay with it. I don't think that none of these trades would have went down. So. Um, I think that right now they're just solely focusing on getting the Sean out on the field. And once he starts scoring touchdowns or start playing, and once Cleveland does what they usually do in regards to playing football, I think that everything else is going to be now swept under the bridge, so to speak. And that's what, I think that's what Cleveland wants.
1: And, and his was crazy, right? The Browns, were, uh, the Browns let Jalen Landry walk. Um, uh, uh, Jarvis,
2: Jarvis, Langer. Jarvis, Langer, yeah, let him
1: walk now. They're trying to bring him back. Guess, guess, guess who said I wouldn't mind coming back to the Browns now?
0: OJ, OBJ, OBJ, yeah. I mean, but the, here's the problem with that is because you can't get upset with. I mean, it's that's like you already left, like, I. Now that everything is right with them, now you... Well, you know what? I'm not even going to say that. They can do what they want. It's a player-driven league. So, you've seen a couple of people that won championships this season and decided to go back to previous teams. So, I can't... If that's what they feel like they want to do, that's fine. That also means just the nature of what... I mean, what everybody's saying about Baker Mayfield. So... If you get to that point where you leave because of your of the quarterback and now that the quarterback is no longer there you want to come back that says a lot.
2: Yeah, and that was a messy situation because even when OBJ got traded to the Rams, I mean, and he left. I mean, there was a lot of player, a lot of players, you know, reportedly in the locker room that didn't want to see him go and liked OBJ more than they liked Baker Mayfield. So there was always something going on in that locker room between Baker Mayfield, the team and ownership that just, that just hadn't been good over the last few years, and it's not unsurprising that now with Deshaun Watson there and Baker Mayfield, he he's going to go somewhere. It's just a matter of, of when. Um, you know, now you see OBJ. Oh yeah, I think I'll come back because I want to play with Deshaun Watson. Now that Baker Mayfield is no longer in the building, I believe they probably think that. A breath of fresh air, or I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I so,
0: all right, so, do you, so then here's my question. I'm just going to throw this out there. Where do you think Baker Mayfield will land?
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: because let's be honest, Houston didn't want him. Um,
1: I'm not saying Houston didn't want him. I think Houston wanted him with draft picks. Mm, I don't I think, know. I think they said they wanted him along with a draft pick back. And Cleveland was like, nah. <laughs> but Cleveland – Oh, you talking about within the trade with uh, Deshaun Watson? Yes. Yeah, I think they – I think they – I think I think if Cleveland would have said, all right, we'll throw in uh, Baker, and then would have said, okay, we could take back one of these high draft picks, Cleveland – uh, Houston probably would have said yes. Yeah. But I think they wanted to give up Baker and still keep them draft picks. And Houston was like, nah.
0: <laughs> nah, but uh, they're, they're, they're okay. From what I've been told, Houston is okay with the quarterback that they have in Mills. Yeah. So- quarterback.
1: He's, uh, I think he's the quarterback from Stanford. last, uh, Not this past college season, but the season before. Um, If I had to guess, and I want to say that Tua is on a short leash now that they have Tyreek Hill.
0: Oh yeah, without question.
1: I also want to say that <laughs> if Baker gets released, I think Miami will pick up Baker on the low. Why not? You ain't got nothing to lose. You can't play no worse than Tua.
0: Oh, wait, so that means are you giving up on Tua? Because Tua is supposed to be the starting quarterback. He's supposed to take it oh, no.
1: Tua Tua's going to start.
0: You're going to put Baker as a backup?
1: <clears throat> yeah, why not? Mitch Trubisky was a backup to Josh Allen.
0: Baker. Baker ain't and I'm saying Trubisky
1: is better than Baker.
0: Baker ain't gonna want that.
1: He ain't gonna want. It. He ain't gonna want it. But at this point, what he what he has no choice if only one team wants him. Sure. And two is going to be on a short leash.
0: Okay, let me. All right, <laughs> let me ask you this question,
1: man. I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. And to answer your question, and my and and the reason why I shifted the Baker is because I had to sit there and really think about it just now. The 49ers aren't going to give up on <laughs> – I can't even think of this bum's last name right now. What's his name? Horror <laughs> star Jimmy G. Garoppolo. Yes, Jimmy G. Yes. The 49ers aren't going to part on Jimmy G based off of the fact that Miami right now just don't have no picks to give. They they done gave up the haul uh, to get um, – to, to get Charlie. No,
0: No,
1: no, no, no. I'm talking about for Baker. Hell no, the 49ers ain't going after Baker. <laughs> Jimmy G for that. I'm sorry. I my- one, oh, my God. I don't want another bum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. I, had to put it, I, I had to ask that question. <laughs> oh, God, no. Hell no. <laughs> I was going to ask you, who would you prefer, Baker or Jimmy G? Oh, I'd keep Jimmy G over Baker. <laughs> okay. But Baker... Baker has some teams. Baker could probably go to Seattle. Right, there's some okay. rumblings that uh they're trying to get uh Colin uh Kaepernick over to get a tryout in Seattle. Whether or not it happens, who knows? Mm-hmm. Um who else needs who's a QB needy team? Tampa Bay is QB needy. He, you can't you can't tell me you can't pick up a cheap Baker maker Baker and have him sit behind uh behind a goat for a year. Hell, help, helped Jameis. <laughs> I mean, Jameis wasn't bad before he went down with his injury. I think he threw for like 10 or 13 touchdowns and three interceptions before he hurt his ACL. So, I mean, there are some places for him to land. It's just nobody's trying to give up picks for him and nobody wants to give up uh, – pretty much nobody wants to give up picks for him. I think they're, no, yeah. they're willing to wait till he gets uh, released.
0: Yeah, I think – yeah, I, I agree with you on that. I. It's weird because – Based off of all this right now, he seems like he is not going to find another starting job um, anytime soon. I mean, Smooth, what do you think about it?
2: Well, I think for me, I think the the the, the QB musical chairs, I think for all intents and purposes, I think has, the music has kind of stopped at the moment. <laughs> so I agree with you, Ace. I believe that they're probably going to have to – you don't have to, but they're probably eventually going to cut him. Mm-hmm. And if he's willing to serve a backup role somewhere. Yeah, I mean, you don't know, have to do QB purgatory just the same way that, you know, Trubinsky did behind Josh Allen. Now, look, he was able to parlay that into a spot, of, you know, in Pittsburgh. Right. So um I don't know. I mean, once you know the Saints decided to re-up on um James Winston, um then I was just like, wow, it was it's it's really getting um, tight out there. And um Jimmy G uh, and like I had mentioned, you know, earlier in the week, I they'll probably just hold on to him until training camp. He just had the surgery, so you want to make sure that he's 100% before you can try to really pull a deal on him. Somebody get hurt, or somebody might be a little gimpy, and then you try to move them, you know. Then they're under no real pressure to get rid of Jimmy G at this point. There's no sense of urgency, they already got their cute their QB and waiting. So for them, they're in a the pole position. They could just say we're going with trade you know, Trey Lance. If someone was really coming to offer them picks for Jimmy G he'd have been gone already. Matter of fact, he'd have probably been gone within the last two weeks because we saw all these quarterbacks just like switching teams like hot potatoes. So if somebody really wanted him, Jimmy G would have been gone already. But it kind of, like I said, it gives you a little bit of insurance and, you know, we still have to see if Trey Lance is that guy that they think he is. Yes. And you give him a lot of picks, so you can't now just, you know, you know, go cold on him. You, you you moved heaven and earth to get him, just like the mom Dolphins. They moved heaven and earth to get to her. So, guess what? You got him all this talent. You got to, This is it for him. I agree.
0: I agree. I mean, Ryan, we do know at least one spot that um, he won't be available for is in the Indianapolis Colts because they recently traded for QB Matt Ryan from the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so let me get your thoughts on that. Um, to be honest, I think this was a perfect match for them. Um, but I'll leave that discussion to you guys. What do you thought about the Matt Ryan to Indianapolis Colts?
1: Oh, I forgot about Atlanta.
0: That's also a, 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 a place as well.
1: Hmm. I think they're going to draft a QB. And I think they may move having and earth to try to get one of the top QBs. Um, Well, let me ask you a question, but before you do that, do you
0: think Baker Mayfield would be a, a good fit for Atlanta? Because they're kind of in rebuilding mode, and he could go down there with a chip on his shoulder with something to prove.
1: I mean, it's possible. He's still young. Um, He's a gunslinger. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's crazy how we sit here and – it's crazy how we typecast black athlete QBs in the NFL to say they aren't they aren't suitable to be a drop back QB because of the style of play because they like to use their legs blah 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 but believe it or not I think you got to have an offensive coordinator and a team that's willing to buy in the Baker's strengths and you really got to go back And look at how you played in Oklahoma, and I think that's why Kyler Murray is so successful now, because of uh, Kingsbury, obviously from his you know his collegiate roots, but understanding how to put an offense together that Kyler Murray can run, he wants to be a pocket passer, but can burn you with his feet. Baker's the same way. Baker is a pocket passer. But Baker has enough athleticism to sit there and really run the ball when needed to to get yards. I just think the NFL and offensive coordinators and teams have to kind of really start looking at where these quarterbacks are coming from. And as much as they hate to admit it, have to sort of try to kind of, and I know this sounds weird, kind of tailor some of the strengths that they used in college and bring it to the NFL. I'm not saying you have to bring a, a, an entire college playbook to the NFL. But you got to know what, what he played well with, well within his strengths in college and, and bring, that, bring that forward and then progress him as the years go by. And I think that's why Kyler Murray's playing so well. That's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, I mean, that was a – for Matt Ryan, I, I agree that was a good – a good trade. I don't think his. I think he still has a little something left in the tank. Um, but like you said, it was a real role for Atlanta, so they were kind of like you know clearing the decks. And I hope he does flourish. I mean, he had his one bite at the apple. He should have had a Super Bowl if it wasn't for, you know, some bad you know decisions in the second half. But. I think, you might, I think you should flourish with the Colts. They do have a good team, you know. They have a good running game, um, good offensive line, got some decent receivers, so I think that would be, you know, tailor-made for Matt Ryan. He won't make all the mistakes, but I think it was good for him. And, you know, like you said, Atlanta, they signed Marcus Mariota. I mean, if Danny oh, yes. signs a, <laughs> a rebuild, <laughs> I don't know what is, but um, – I was gonna say Baker Mayfield w- will probably benefit from maybe going to Buffalo, but unfortunately they have Case Keenum as their backup, so I Buffalo will not it. huh?
1: I say Tampa, hell, or even Denver for that matter. Learn behind, learn behind, uh, Bob Russ or or the goat
2: or somebody. i would say go to, say go to Tampa if you get cut. You know that you can kind of maybe pick and choose. Yeah, go to Tampa. You know, go behind him, and they did not have a quarterback when Tom Brady, um, you know, departed. Now they got a quarterback. But yeah, you go there. You you sit down. You try to rehabilitate your image. You know, learn underneath the goat for one year. He's probably only got at best what one, maybe two, two. Provided he don't get cracked (laughs) the season, but. Yeah, you go to Tampa Bay. You sit down, you rehabilitate, and see what happens. Okay.
0: All right. So then, let me ask you a question. I mean, why not make the op go where he can provide to the- get the best opportunity to play? Um, why not try out for like some of the teams, like let's say Carolina, or let's to be honest, the Jets, um, for example, where and I'm not. What I'm saying is, is because. If he goes behind like Tampa Bay or um, Denver, will he ever get an possi- a, a opportunity to showcase what he can do when there's other quarterbacks or other teams that are looking for quarterbacks, stable quarterbacks out there where it may give him the opportunity to at least compete for the starting role?
1: I mean, look at Geno. This isn't about West Virginia. Just that Geno sat behind Russ for two years. Now, I, he hasn't re-signed with, with Seattle just yet, but you know they're going to re-sign him. And then he's going to be in a quarterback competition with Drew Locke. He, he, that, that's a shot. I think uh, I think Baker will probably have a similar situation. You're going to Wherever you go to, and if it's a quarterback that's just going to be there for one year, hell, he can go to Houston and compete. If he gets beat out, he gets beat out, but he can keep competing. You know what I'm saying? It's, don't be afraid of competition. You know, if you're the better who you be, you're to start. There's no team that's going to sit there and put their best quarterback and the send them on the bench.
2: True. Yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. His 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 market is not enough for anyone's willing, like you said, they used to give up any draft picks. Right. They're, they know you want to get rid of them, so you're not going to get back what you think you should for him being a first-round draft pick. I mean, a first, the, top, the top pick in the first round, so if he gets cut, which it might is looking, smelling that way, that just speaks volumes because A, you couldn't Brown say want you. And B, no team was willing to even give you anything to get him, And C, if you get cut, you're probably going to wind up on someone's bench. It's humbling for sure. Especially when you're a number one overall
1: pick and everybody just wanted him to be that, you know, that Brown savior. And, it's not like he didn't show flashes. I mean, the year, uh, not this past year, but the season before when he led him to the playoffs, he played well. Okay. You know, its you can't blame everything on, on Baker this past season. He had injuries, the offense had injuries. There was just a lot of different things that went on. So Baker has the ability. It's just he needs a team to sit there and have faith in him. But I still believe that you have to kind of curtail the offense around him and what made him successful coming into the league.
2: And stop missing wide open receivers out there in the field, too. Yeah, that that helps. (laughs) That helps.
0: That That definitely
2: helps.
0: (laughs) Um, But outside of that, um, and we can still talk more because I have a feeling that there's going to be more trades, more um, signings that's going to happen. Um, But outside of that, what do you think? I mean, because let's be honest. The AFC right now is loading. It's not even questioned. Um, with so many quarterbacks so many changes that happened in the afc um so let me ask you this question with all the changes now do you believe that who do you, hmm, i i and I, i'm gonna ask this question in regards to the nfc um the nfc right now has a lot of people leaving a lot of talent leaving um, but it is going to give opportunity for some teams to most likely make the playoffs that you never saw coming. Uh, so who do you think, out of all the transactions that happened this all season, what team do you think has made either the biggest stride or the biggest takeaway um, from reaching to the playoffs and the Super Bowl in the NFC? The AFC is just going to be a well round round of teams there. Um, but I'm more cur- cons- uh, more curious about the NFC.
1: Well, you can you can pencil in Dallas. This consistency there—that's
2: me by default. <laughs> it is, I mean, it
1: just is what it is. Uh, Tampa probably just because you got Tom Brady and outside of uh, Antonio Brown they the only lost OJ Howard. They brought back Leonard Fournette. Um <laughs> uh, oh, Jesus. Uh NFC NFC West probably I mean, probably the Cardinals. Um I would say the Niners but I just don't know what they're trying to do if Uh That's 3. You you have any
2: Do you disagree with any of those three right there, E? I don't disagree with those teams, but as far as anybody making any major moves, the NFC really didn't make anything. Also, all the major moves have been on the AFC side. Correct. Correct. I mean, the only... Russell Wilson leaving was like the major from the NFC to the AFC, so that kind of drops, you you know, the Seahawks down down a notch.
1: Oh, oh, St. Louis. So you got, in other words, seven teams make the playoffs now from each division? Yes. I think they so you that. got St. Louis, Tampa, Arizona, and Dallas. You got three squads. Who would you think would be the three that would sneak in? I guess Green Bay would be one just because you got Aaron Rodgers, you know. But he ain't got nobody to throw the ball to.
2: <laughs> I mean, I think it's probably going to be the, the, the usual suspects from the NFC. I mean, do you really think about it? What necessarily changed drastically for any of those teams that made it there? I mean, you, you still haven't decided what you're going to, who's going to be the starter, whether it's going to be Trey Lance or Jimmy G with San Fran. The only, per, the only team that really did anything major, if you want to call it that, outside of Seahawks was the Bucks with with Tom Brady coming back without tom brady the bucks aren't in my opinion depending on what he got a court at qb a playoff caliber team Right. you put them back there now the pecking order is tampa bay green bay los angeles rams and then everybody you know underneath and you said dallas but dallas is they didn't do much but they're just by default because of the division is so Hell, you got Kirk Cousins going back to the damn Redskins. Who used to, not Kirk Cousins? Um, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz um, going going to the Washington Commanders. I'm gonna call them a Washington football team because Commander sounds sounds trash. But he goes to he goes to Washington. They used to play for Philly, so that division is still trash. Yes, Dallas by default.
1: <laughs> That's why I pick Dallas. Well, if you play, had, so, but if you had yeah. to pick two of the
2: squads, who would you pick?
1: If you just had to guess right now, just based off everything before the draft. I'm going to be honest. With, the goal,
2: with the, what, to go to playoffs?
1: Yeah, just make the playoffs. Not making noise, just, just straight up just making it to playoffs.
2: I would say it will probably be the teams that were made it before last year. Dallas, uh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, Los Angeles Rams. I don't see, nothing changed in the NFC drastically to mm-hmm. any other teams to put them in the you know, to put them above any of those other teams. The AFC is where all the fireworks happened at. Right. I'm gonna be honest with you.
0: Um, I'm gonna say this. Um, I know you said Dallas by default, but I really believe that I, I don't think the Dallas. I don't think Dallas is gonna win this division this year. Hmm.
1: Who uh, will win it at the East? You're not not Washington. You're not saying Washington.
0: I know. I know. He's gonna say, uh, yeah. I. I, I I, I I will I will say this. I, I don't have. I'm not sold on Dallas winning the East right now. I need to see something in this this season before I pencil them in. But I I will give credit where credit is due. I think that the Eagles can have that opportunity to step up.
1: I, really- I mean, at least they're giving their quarterback the endorsement to say, "Okay, you are our quarterback." We're not. We're not messing with you this year, Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, they did make the playoffs last year, so I mean, if you had to, that would be the sixteen. But then there's still that one team. Yeah, I well, don't. Think, I don't yeah, think everything else
0: is like, what y'all said was, was spot on. Yeah. I, I, I just said I, I would probably put the Eagles. I'll give them a little bit more of a doubt um, in regards to
1: making it to the playoffs. So you you would switch the Eagles with, with Dallas. And say Dallas is the one that's squeaking in versus the Eagles making that jump.
0: Yeah, I, I I would say I think Dallas took a step down. Um, just in my opinion. Um not I don't know if it's enough where it I mean, they'll still most likely have a good chance of winning the division. Um, but I think they took a step down than what they
1: were last year. I mean they did lose their, their tackle. Uh uh Tunsil, He went to I think he went to Buffalo. Oh no, he went no, he went to Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, he reneged that contract. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. went to
1: Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, so yeah. I, I don't think their defense is where they should be. Not saying – and that's why I said ne- I just need to see bottom line.
2: That's not a bad point. I mean, Dallas did – I mean, Amari Cooper wasn't really doing a whole lot, so his leaving is not that bad. Um, Randy Gregory, you know, <laughs> bounced and took the money on another team. So – and they did, and they didn't do anything in free agency, but then again, Jerry likes to build through the draft. So, and the NFC East hasn't had a repeat winner in quite some time. So, true. If I'm playing, if I'm going to Vegas and playing the averages, then yes, I'll put money on the Eagles because I don't unless Kirk Cousins, God, Kirk Cousins unless unless uh, Wins has a Carson Wins has a rebirth in washington and that's not that may not actually be a bad choice for them I, you're right it's it's i could i see the eagles i just don't trust jalen hurts as a matter of fact it probably won't happen but the eagles are have been made some shoot calls where i could see them jettison garsh and minsu and if uh, Baker Mayfield and or Jimmy G hit the street
1: yeah.
2: I can see them taking a chance at one of those two as the backup maybe more so Carson Wentz I mean Car- why am I thinking about Carson Wentz and Kirk Cousins <laughs> maybe so on Baker Mayfield over Jimmy G but I, they're shrewd enough where I could see them I, I can see the organization pulling that trigger on, on one of those two guys if they hit the street because I do not believe, I don't believe that they are one hundred percent sold on oh, Jalen Hurts. I agree with you on that. Hmm. Definitely,
1: I forgot all about the mustache. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Made some uh, made some very very valid points. Very very valid points. Honestly, if Jimmy G starts for the Niners again. I can honestly see the same seven teams making it to playoffs. Yeah. Now that you I don't want him to start again. I mean
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: uh I, I I understand. I understand.
1: I mean he shows his true colors in the playoffs. He may he might be he might be Jimmy G the the regular season man, but come playoffs, he shows that he's just a regular a regular Joe. He, he nothing special about him.
0: So how is he different from Aaron Rodgers? Just saying.
1: Um, he Doesn't hold his job strap, man. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, he's been the he's been the one he been to the same amount of Super Bowls that um, Aaron Rodgers has, except Aaron Rodgers won one and he didn't. <laughs> yeah,
1: but he ain't won as many MVPs as Aaron Rodgers, though.
2: You can you can say that again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we'll talk. We could definitely talk more about um, the NFL. Because I have a feeling, again, that there's going to be more transactions, more trades, more free agent signs um, sometime next week where we'll be in shock and awe um, about somebody going somewhere that we didn't expect to happen. Uh, so we will continue to talk more about that. But we're coming up against the clock. So, fellas, let us know. Let them know where they can find you at.
2: You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, and the Gram. J.E. Ross, the number seven.
1: Yo, you was about to find me on 2nd of May, but damn it, it's supposed to be some more cold weather coming through this joint. So <laughs> you just got to find me on Twitter at uh, CatDaddy1963. CatDaddy1963 on Twitter. Dude, it's supposed to drop down to the 20s on Monday. What, what kind of crap is this? And then come Thursday, it's supposed to be 71 degrees. Oh, so
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> you should know that. That happens all the time in the end of March,
2: beginning of April. In April, yeah. Yeah,
1: look at man. That's pneumonia weather all the way.
0: <laughs> Without question. <laughs> but I digress. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, I am outqualls, Twitter Instagram, I am outqualls. You can also catch Guys Talking Sports on every podcast available. Just search Guys Talking Sports and we are there. Um, we're also on Twitter live, we're on Twitch live, and we're also on YouTube live. So we thank everybody that's been checking us out live. Um, subscribing, watching. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the subscribe button. Um, We're all over the place. We're on Instagram as well um, at Guys Talking Sports. Again, we'd like to thank you guys for checking us out. And until next time, until we talk more sports, you guys take care. God bless. Have a safe week. And make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Please subscribe to us. Uh, We appreciate all the love and support out there. Until then, take care.
1: And the Jets and Madden 22 suck. Sorry, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs>